Hey, Gems. Welcome to another episode of Intimate Conversations with Lady L. I'm your host, LaTanya, and I also go by the name Lady L. I'm an image consultant and the creator of the brands At Her Best Style and the Lady L Experience. So this episode, I'm not going to go into my introduction. If you are a listener of the podcast, I do this introduction at the beginning, right? But in this episode, I'm not going to do it. And sometimes I will go in that direction. It just depends on the nature of the episode, okay? But I didn't want to get too deep. <laughs> so I kind of want to keep this episode light so it's it's not really um needed for this one. I just want to say hello to everybody and say happy Easter. So this episode is a little different because I normally upload episodes every Thursday at 7 a.m. But this past week, I've been under the weather, right? And no, I'm not always sick. <laughs> it's just some things you can't help. Um, I have allergies. And just like anybody else with allergies, you know, allergies hit around a certain time frame of year, especially if you live in certain areas of um, the world. And for us, it's just allergy season central over here right now. And the crazy part is, as a child, I didn't have allergies like that. I couldn't, I was probably allergic to grass in the summer, and that was it. And like the older you get, the more heightened your allergies get. And so I, I'm, I'm experiencing more of the allergies as I get older than I did when I was younger. And so um, I would say that too in different ways. Definitely. Go get your allergy tests. Um, I've had allergy tests done um, last year, the end of last year. So I always make sure I see if there's anything I'm allergic to, food and non-food. So go get those tests done because you just never know. Because I am older now, there's things I'm allergic to that I wasn't allergic to then. And I found that out too. So it was good that I had my allergy tests done um, again, you don't have, it's something you don't have to get done every year, but if you haven't had it ever done, or it's been a long time, let's say like, if you had one done in your twenties and you're now 40, get one done. Or if you even in your twenties and you go into your thirties, which each new age decade, get that redone because you can develop different allergies as you get older. I would probably do food allergies more frequently than that though like because with food um you can actually become um intolerant to things like the older you get so food I would say I don't want to put anything out there to say that is the you know the mode to follow give yourself what every two years five years or something like that you know if something and you have changed you might want to go and get that checked so this is a good health checkup to put in on this episode. But um, I say that because thank God I had that done. And that's just something, a protocol I follow. At the end of the year, I always try to get all my annuals out the way. Um, And the reason I do my annuals more at the end of the year is because I know going into the new year what I have to work on. Like if some if a level is off, if something's wrong, I know how to schedule that in on my schedule. Like I know if, Let's say if you want to get um, uh, 
vision work done. You know when you want to schedule, based upon your schedule, where to get certain things done, like eye exams, or if you have to have a procedure, or you know, um, even dental work. So all that stuff. That's why it's so good to get your annuals and um, also get your annual physicals done. So anyways, I did discover that I was allergic to some more things on the non-food side. And so I'm like, I'm allergic to this grass and this grass, you know, and this, this tree and, you know, and things like that. But it was, it's good knowledge to have. And this particular season, I didn't get COVID. I ain't had the flu. (laughs) But allergies is kicking my butt. And for a minute there, I was like, oh, my God. I hope I'm not getting sick sick. You know, I'm hoping not getting the flu or anything. And I'm like, I thought I was in the clear. But um, it started out really, really bad. And uh, it started out in my throat. So I didn't know if that was developing a cold, strep throat or anything like that. And until I went to the doctor and we found out, no, this is your allergies. And... um. It literally with allergies, sometimes it have to run its course. And um, the first day it got my throat, it attacked my throat, my nasal passages, my whole sinus passage. And I couldn't talk really by the end of the day. Sorry, y'all. <clears throat> so see, um, I couldn't talk. <laughs> I still am a little muffled, but I'm grateful that I can get on this mic and actually talk to y'all now. So I was like, yay. So I might sound a little stuffy, but it's better than what it was and why you would thank me why you didn't have an episode on Thursday at 7 a.m. <laughs> but um, it took my voice. <laughs> it took me down. Um. I think I had a slight fever, but it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. And um, overall, like, um, I had drainage. I had a lot of drainage. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I had a lot of drainage, a lot, a lot, a lot of that. And um, post-nasal drip, of course. So it was a lot going on with your girl. So my Easter was a little different. I didn't get a chance to go to church physically because of it, but I still was able to partake in it. Um, I didn't eat like I wanted to eat on Easter, you know, or anything or been able to. And it didn't bother me too much because, you know, I ate what I could eat, my soup. It was just more to me about feeling better. And, um, the reason anyway, and it's so crazy because my mindset was already there anyways, like more about, you know, what Easter really is about. And, um, so I didn't really mind it, but I was too sick anyway (laughs) to do anything. And my family was really good and they're just like, just get better. And, you know, it was good. It was good. But anyways, um. I was so sick that on my normal recording day, I couldn't record because I don't record these, of course, the day these go live or um, the night before I kind of record them in advance. And 
I had no voice, so I couldn't give you an episode. But I am always ahead of myself, so I do have other episodes that are pre-recorded, but they weren't in alignment with what I was talking about. So, like, if you listen to the podcast, sometimes sometimes I'll pull out an episode and I'll be like, I had a topic for you, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about something else because I do try to stay in alignment to sometimes with current and events because it might help in what we're an area we're talking about. So I give myself flexibility there and where we were going. I could not insert another episode because I was like, you know what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I like where the conversation is. And although these are good episodes, um, Nah, we're going to save those for the appropriate time. So here I am <clears throat> on the mic getting this out and um, changing up just a little bit because I learned so much this week and I want to share with you some of the things that I learned while being sick. So um, one of the good things about being sick was I got to experience another one of my joys this week and it was so much fun because although I was so sick, I was having fun at the same time. So God made it a great experience for me and it's so weird. So that's why I want to talk about it. So I played catch up with a lot of things. Um, I got this play catch up with some people um, had conversations, we were talking offline, um, and seeing what other people had, you know, like had going on my friends or, you know, like associates and people that I just know and stuff like that and touching pages, telling my hellos and, you know, cause we all live in life and sometimes you don't get a chance to really say hello and things. And I was in one of these, um, group chats and all of a sudden, this video comes on where um, that flashes and um, I'm like, oh, I know that. I know that show. Oh, my God. I'm not seeing this right now. You cannot tell me this is real right now. This is can't be real life. And it was a good thing. Right. So I'm like, oh, my God. And so I just knew I didn't see it. It was too good to be true, basically. So I had to double back and I was like, I did. I really just see this played it again. And I was like, it really is it. Oh, my God, I got to save it. I got to save it. And, y'all, this was a show that I grew up watching as a youth. When I say a youth, I'm talking about single digits, okay? I'm talking about this show aired in probably 85. I'm 41, so you do the math, okay? And... I talk about this show all the time. My parents know it. Anybody who I can try to convince them know it. But a lot of my friends didn't watch this show growing up. I, For some reason, I never found anybody else who knew about it but me. And I was like, why am I the only one that I know watch this show? And like, it's one of those memories I've had. And I... I'm like, I will do anything to be able to experience this show again and watch the show. And I'm like, why do you want to play my show? And um, I can remember as a child getting up on Saturday mornings and watching it. 
And um, like a Saturday morning cartoon, like after the main Saturday morning cartoons would go off, I would watch this after like Soul Train, y'all. Like, so it was Saturday morning cartoons, Soul Train, Little Bit of Saved by the Bell. Yes, got to get your Saved by the Bell in if y'all know. My 80s babies know. And then I would watch this cartoon and it came on Rad Instinct. I was like, yes. And um, the show didn't last long. And I'm just learning it as this week. It only was on air for like three years, three years. And um, I probably really wasn't even watching it the first year. I probably learned about it in the second year um, because my memory of this show is so vivid. And if you do the math with me being born in 82 in this show, Starting in 85, I'm like, do I really remember it like that in 85? Maybe I caught up with it in 86 or 87. But <laughs> um, it took me back. And I wanted to, I didn't, but I wanted to cry because I was like, I just, all I wanted to do was just see this show. And so I learned from the group. That the show where you could watch the show, the full episodes now. And we were all talking about older episodes before it got to that part of the conversation. We were all, you can tell the people who had watched it because they knew the show as extensively as I knew the show. And we were bringing up specific parts and what we loved about it. And and then the talk of fashion came up. Mm. So this one girl was like, I got started from fashion from watching the show. And I was like, you, I said, I really think this is where it started with me too. And I was just like, this show, I I definitely know that this show definitely planted the seed of fashion for me. Um, But when she said that, it made me be like, this might be, this, this makes sense to me. This makes so much sense. And, um, I knew there were like, I had a lot of the toys from this show and my mom and dad bought me this trunk. And I know I've talked about it on the episode. I don't know if I actually published this episode. I have to go back and listen or if it's one of those ones I haven't published yet. But I talked about it where my mom and dad bought me this trunk like um, for my Barbies where it was full of Barbie clothes. And then um, they would always buy me Barbie clothes. Like my Barbies would have like a full wardrobe, like a full outfit um, down to like undergarments and different things and shoes and, and accessories like the handbags. And because I was obsessed with changing my Barbie's wardrobes. And cause that's when I was getting into like fashion stuff and um, I'm like, she really loves that. And like, I just love getting the Barbie's dress and then midday changing them for like lunch and then changing them to go to like an event and all these different <laughs> things. But not only that, the trunk was not like a trunk with handles. It was like a, a fold out trunk, like a case where like, have you guys ever went to like a trunk show? But um, maybe not the best analogy, but if you go to like, uh, okay, y'all remember science fairs back in the day, right? Where like everybody would have these trifolds and they would put on the table and the trifolds were like poster boards that you, you talked about your experiment. Well, I would have like a case that folded out like a trifold, but it was like a, almost like a stand up suitcase, but it was a closet. 
Okay. That's the best way I can describe it. So you could stand this case, this like suitcase of a trunk up and it folded out like a closet. And so like at the bottom, I had like the rack for like the shoes, like the trunk for the shoes. And then like it had hangers where I could hang up my Barbie clothes in and like I can actually like organize the closet. Right. So dope. And it had a a capsule in it where you can actually put the Barbies in. So the Barbies had their own special place. I could carry the Barbies and I can carry the closet with me. And I love that thing. I took it my grandma's house. I took it whenever, um, not, you know, of course not in public, but like if I was like my babysitter, whatever. And, um, it on the outside of that trunk was this cartoon, and um, that's where the case came from. And it's so crazy because I never even knew that part. Like, and what dawned on me was I was Googling some of the old toys from the series. And I saw the picture, not my trunk, but I saw a picture of another toy with that same picture on it. And I said, that's the picture on my trunk. That's the picture. And then I look at it close. I said, it really was them. Like, oh my God. I was like, that's where, that was on my trunk. And believe it or not, I still have this trunk at my parents' house, right? I know exactly where it is. I haven't pulled it out in years, but I'm got to get to this trunk. And I'm like, everything is starting to come together. Y'all can tell, but I'm, I'm excited as I'm telling y'all to start. <laughs> but everything is starting to come together because I'm like, wait a minute. So, okay, this is me. I'm putting it together. I'm like, wait a minute. So you mean my love from fashion probably really started here? Like I knew a seed was planted, but I didn't know how deep the seed really was, okay? And so as I'm watching these episodes, well, wait a minute before I go down. Let's come back. So... Me and the lady, um, the young lady, we were talking and we end up talking about some other stuff. And I say, it's crazy because I know you and I did know her. Like the lady that I met in this group chat, me and her are in another group together. And I'm like, I seen your name before. I know you, I know you. And then I look and I was like, wait a minute. And I look at her and I'm like, you're in the same group as me on such and such. But we never spoke in amongst that group. But outside of the group, we were speaking. And because we have something in common here, like something else that brings us in common. Of course, if we're in the other group. That's something else that we have in common. But it is, is on a different level. And um, I was like, I've talked to you the most here. And I've probably never, ever really spoken to you over there. And yet we didn't even know that part about each other. And the conversation was just flowing. And I looked at her stuff and she found out she's a fashion designer and she, you know, has her own style and and dope. And that's why I love when people have like their own style and it's just so dope. And I'm like, she's doing her and not trying to be like anybody else and just dope. And I'm like, okay, okay, she's dope, you know, and, and I understand her. And even just looking at her post, I'm like, oh, she makes sense to me because I met her here and I'm learning this part about her. And then it just made everything else make sense. And, um, I'm like, okay, that's really dope. And then just where she's from, I'm not putting all that information out here on this podcast, but I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And, um, she really understood that era 
And I can tell she understood that era just by her fashion and what she does. Cause I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That makes so much sense. So <laughs> y'all, sorry. But, um, from there, I, I was sick. So I was like, let me go and find my show. And so I was literally binge watching, um, the show and it was so dope when I saw the first episode I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm really sitting here watching the theme song I'm literally watching the introduction to a show that I've been trying to find for years now I can't say I was looking for the show in 2020 and 2021 and 2022 or you know anything like that recently who knows when the show got added to um this particular streaming um platform but um I know for a lot of years I've been looking for this show and couldn't find it. I probably didn't search YouTube and I know the times when I searched YouTube it wasn't there and so now it's there. It's like it's crazy. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I saw episode one. I I was just happy to see one episode. But when I saw they had all of them, I was like, oh my gosh. And I just sat there and watched like I was a kid and then like I'm recalling certain things now. It makes sense because I could never remember the full episodes, but I'm getting more involved in the plot. And the honestly, the plot of this show was too grown for me back then. <laughs> it was a cartoon, but it was a cartoon on a different level, okay? And now the plot makes sense to me. And watching it with different eyes and a different perspective now, I love it even more, but I'm like, ooh, this was really grown. And no wonder I probably as a child gravitated towards the fashion side of the show more so than the plot. Like I knew it was is and it has like a love story in it, too. And I knew parts about that part of it. But um, I was looking at more of the musical side of the cartoon back then, the fashion side of the cartoon. And, you know, I knew. I knew she had a, like a love interest, you know, but, um, and then they had like the arch nemesis and I knew the rivalry, which is the arch nemesis and like, but you never liked the arch nemesis, you know what I mean? But there's, they had, sometimes they had catchy songs, <laughs> the arch nemesis. When I say that, I'm talking about the rivalry and, um, I was like, wow. So I started to, y'all, this gets deep. Okay. So I started doing further research because I watched like five episodes and I could sit here and watch this all night. But I I say, you know what? I'm not going to binge watch all of this because I'm going to savor these moments. I've been looking for this show forever and I like coming home each day and just being able to put this on just brings so much joy to me. And so I'm like, it gives me something for in my day to look too and so now I've incorporated in my schedule like I'm like okay I think I'll sit down and watch one of the episodes now and it took everything in me not to binge watch it on one day and I was like oh they got season season so yeah let me take my time and um watch this and like enjoy it like I did when I was a kid because when I was a kid it came on like once a week and I had to wait every Saturday to watch it and so um I started researching the characters. I was like, okay, well, who played who played the main character? Who played this? Because they're cartoons. You only got voiceovers back then. 
And I, I finally was able to put a face to the characters. And I was like, oh, my God, they look so different. But it's so dope and so cool. And um, to find out about these people who played these roles. And um, most of the cast are still alive. Um, only one person has passed away. And they're all in their, like, 70s and 60s kind of ages now. So it's so dope. And um, you got to see who played, like, the lead character had two people playing her voiceover. There was someone who was playing her singing voiceover. And there was someone who was her actual voice as the character. So that was dope to learn. And, um... What was interesting, remember I was talking about, like, the rivalries in the show? Like, the um, their competition, basically. So, here was the dope part. In real life, they're friends. They're, like, best friends. So, on this cartoon, they had to play like they were against each other, like, competitors, arch nemesis. Like, you, they hate each other. And they played that role very well, honey. And this is a cartoon. It made you hate that character. And, um, but when you look on like Wikipedia and all that stuff like that, they were best friends. And what's sad is the arch nemesis died a few years ago. And, um, right before the pandemic, the arch nemesis died. And the main character was by her side when she passed away at her house. Ain't that crazy? And I was like, wow. And so, like, I'm watching, I went and watched an episode, and I'm, like, listening to the voices, and I'm, like, you know, knowing the story now, and I'm, like, looking at this one episode when they did, okay, she did girl wrong in this episode, like, (laughs) all wrong, wrong, wrong. And I'm, like, ain't that crazy that she was by her side in all the wrong this character did in this moment? When that person took their last breath, she was right there. It's crazy, huh? So that's a lesson in itself, you know. It that you know, not want to harp on that, but that is such a lesson. And it was just so much I gained from watching that. But I'm telling you. It's so many jewels. It's just so many gems this week because here I am talking to y'all about what, you know, what brings me joy. And we were on the subject of that. And I was sharing the fact that I love concerts. Like, if you're new to me, it's not a new thing that I love concerts. I've always loved concerts. Um, I was sharing my first concert was New Edition in third grade. But, you know, I've seen my parents had me seeing everybody from The Temptations to um, I have some concert stories. I won't go down all of them, but my, I remember my parents bought me t- um, tickets to see Immature. That's a, that's a funny story because that's the first time I dealt with pandemonium. And that's a story because <laughs> he was at this huge field and my mom bought me tickets. Now, this is the first time my mom kind of took me by herself but my aunt came alone at the last minute but I was like okay and my mom was like all right don't get lost out here (laughs) and there's this huge stage in front of us and like where I was sitting 
we were close. We were like on floor, like close up to the stage, but I'm short at that age. So I'm like, there, there's tall people around me. I can't see unless I stand on the chair. Okay. So I'm sitting up here like, well, what is going to happen when the show starts and I can't see? So I'm like trying to figure out my game plan. Like y'all, I'm, for real, my head was like, look, I'm looking at all these people around me. I'm trying to plan my exit. I'm like, I got a, cause I ain't missing this show. And I'm like, well, mom, what are we going to do? Because I can't stand, you know, like I can't sit on your, you know, shoulders or whatever like that. I'm like, mm, what we going to do? What we going to do, Cletus? Okay. We got a show that's about to start. <laughs> so, so that's how I was looking. I was like, girl, if you ever had your mom, I'm like, girl, if you don't get out of my face and sit down and enjoy the show, you're aggravating me. It was kind of like one of those minutes. But I had the plan. I was like, mm, we about to be in a situation and I need a strategy. <laughs> so, uh, so enough. Here goes happening. You know, like when they started the show, they started with the um the people who open for the headliners and so i'm testing this out i'm like <sighs> i'm already seeing where the problem's gonna be at yeah uh-uh i'm already having to dodge and weave and can't really see and stuff like that this is not gonna work for me when the main um people hit the stage you know i might not use that terminology back then but i was like yeah this ain't gonna work for me at all hmm if I go there and I go there and my mom looking at me the whole time, like you been staying on that chair, but you better not move. You better not. And I had already came to grips with myself. And I said, <laughs> y'all, uh, by the time the main act came on the stage and we had intermission, I told my mama, I said, well, wait a minute. I was telling myself, I had already planned this out in my head. And I said, as soon as they say their names, I'm going to take off running, but I'm going to let her know, and I'm going to take this punishment. I'm just going to have to take one for the team. You know, you just, I'm going to take this L right quick. So sure enough, I looked at her when they about, when the MC came out to announce her, and I said, I'm sorry. You can just, I'll, I'll take my punishment, but I'm going to that second row. I'm going up to the stage. I got to see and before she could even say anything, I said, Zoom. <laughs> I went all the way up to the stage. And this lady, thank God, she was like, yeah, you can come up here. Like, she, like, come on, come on right here. And I was right there. And I looked back and I waved because I wasn't too far away. But I looked back and my, I could see her look on my mama's face. And she did come after me after, not quickly, like after the first song was just like, and the lady said, she's all right. She's all right. And I said, see waving i'm okay i'm okay but i knew i was gonna get in trouble right so <laughs> so we we go back so after the thing the concert of course my mama comes in before the crowd comes she has to come and get me and make sure she got her child before you know everybody started leaving and then my mama said girl don't you ever do no mess like that again i said i know i know i know you know in my head i'm thinking it's worth it it's worth it though and kids, if you're listening, don't try this, okay? We're going to talk about all of this on the Lady L experience, what not to do and do at shows, okay? I'm going to teach you from my lessons, but I can also help you too, okay? Shh, don't tell nobody. But um, I'll help you have an experience so you don't get in trouble, but still live your life, okay? Shh. 
But anyways, I actually honestly didn't get in trouble because thank God my aunt was there and she kind of softened it. And by the time we rode home, she had, you know, was kind of already over it a little bit. She didn't fuss her way out of it, basically. And fuss enough, I guess, during the concert and in the car. And, you know, hey, I didn't get in trouble and I was able to live and tell the experience. <laughs> everybody but even to this day it was still worth it to me to go up to this day i was like hey i got to see okay but there's some lessons in there we'll talk about that later but um <laughs> i said i had to say again i love concerts and i've just been sharing um that joy with you why i love them and um Beyond New Edition, I've seen several concerts um, as a youth and an adult and things. So I have experience out the yin-yang I can share. But going back and seeing this show. And sorry, I hope I didn't cover the mic just now because I got really comfortable in sharing that story. So if it's muffled, I'm sorry. I'm not re-recording because your girl's been under the weather. So we're just going to make do. But um, I've discovered another joy. I knew I liked that show growing up, but I didn't realize how much of it, it really was a joy that was missing. Like, I didn't know, like, at that young, tender age, that show brought me that much joy because it was apparent it was in my life. And I don't know how I didn't realize the sh- that that graphic on that trunk was from that show. I think I was more intrigued by the contents that were in the trunk than what was on the outside of the trunk for me. But I didn't understand that the whole wardrobe change came from the show too. Like, that was one thing. That show was really about fashion, and it was about the the costume changes, the wardrobe changes, the um, how they took fashion to a different level. And I was like... Wow, like I was just fascinated by that. That by the age of um six, I was doing my own little catalogs and creating style boards, and and you know I didn't call them style boards then, but essentially that's what I was doing. I would create the catalogs, and then I would create style boards. And my, I remember when my parents bought me this Crayola desk, and um, I would just stencil them out. And coloring, I love putting the colors in and coming up with the different um, concepts for my outfits. And, you know, that people could buy. It was so crazy. And I'm like, God did that for a reason. You know, I'm like, even though I didn't like the aspect of being sick. God sat me down long enough to show me something. And by me being sick, I would have never discovered any of this this week. And so when I got in alignment with my own joys and, you know, the things that bring me joy, God said, oh, well, I'm going to blow your mind. I'm going to show you something else. But I had to get sick so he can sit me down long enough to blow my mind. Ain't that crazy? That's how I see it. (laughs) You may not see it that way. But I was like. Even though I was under the weather, he gave me a joy. 
he he revisited or shall I can say yeah, circle back one of my older one of my most favorite joys at that while I was sick to to uncover something else in my story and I'm like oh my god it's it's like putting like putting together the pieces of your story and this is why it's so important to get involved in the plot of your story we are so intrigued by other people's lives sometimes that you're not that intrigued with your own life. Maybe you don't like the plot. Maybe you don't like all of the pieces. Maybe you don't like, you know, like what you were given. But when you can look at your own life story different, I want you to get so excited about it like that. We're all not, you know, we're not perfect. My life wasn't perfect. I went through a lot of adversities and different things. You know, like I had a lot of fun in life and I'm having a lot of fun in life. But at the same time, I went through a lot of different adversities because of whatever my calling is and whatever is tied to my purpose. And it, I may not be understanding why I'm going through certain things at that moment. It's revealed later. But then sometimes we can get off course. And I don't think I got off course from this particular joy. I was a child and went off the air. I don't think my parents just knew. It's like when I always say that my I was um, about fashion, my parents always knew I was into creating those. Um, well, I look at them almost like mood boards, fashion boards, catalogs, whatever you want to call them, style boards and cleaning closets. And it, it was like for a child that young of age to be interested in that, it was the most oddest thing. But my parents, what I love about them is how they fuel and nurture that, even though they didn't understand it themselves. My mom's not a fashion stylist, but she knew what enough that what I love to know how to nurture it. And they bought me like stuff like, well, if she like clothes, fashion, like changing Barbie clothes, let's buy her Barbie clothes. Let's buy her this trunk. Like, let's buy her the hangers. They bought every part that went in that trunk. They bought the hangers for the um the the Barbie clothes. We I can remember going to the toy store and they're like, do you want another Barbie set clothing set to add to your collection? Yeah. I remember for Christmas one time, my mom and dad got me, it's, it's like they broke down the wardrobe. I had like winter clothes, summer clothes for the Barbies. It was so cute. And like, I had like sweatsuits and different interchangeable sweatsuits. I don't know how my mom found this, but she found this stuff. And I was like, this is so dope. And I had like the bras. I had like every little intricate part of for my wardrobe for this, my Barbies. And even with the desk, you know, like they, my dad wasn't in the fashion like that, but they knew how to nurture that. And I'm saying this because I, maybe that's helping another parent, you know, like your child is going to show signs probably early, maybe not that early and maybe so, or maybe earlier of things that is going to lead to that purpose. Cause your purpose, I believe really does show up early, but I think you just got to be in tune. And this is why it's so good to know, like your children's love languages and, um, seeing those things. Cause you can really understand in their learning development. Um, because we all do things differently. Your children are going to have different love languages from you, but when you can understand someone on that level, you can kind of see things early on and you may not know everything then. That's what I'm saying. They didn't know. And I can't wait to talk. To, I'm telling y'all before them, 
because I can't wait to tell them like y'all remember that show because I know they remember the show they may not remember every detail like I do but that's where it came from because we never knew where it came from and I can honestly say that's after watching the show that's exactly where it came from and so that's why I'm so excited in telling the story but again I didn't anticipate to get sick I wouldn't want to got sick, but it's allergies and it's expected. And like, I'm glad it happened earlier in April and not the latter part. And, um, but it came in at a time that I needed it too, because of where the direction that I'm going and, you know, like things I'm learning about myself and things I'm doing for this brand. And so it's like, wow. So God just wowed me. And do we sit long enough for God to wow us in certain moments is what I'm asking like that. Because sometimes we see things and we could complain. But if you look at it differently, you could be. It, it sometimes it may take something that drastic to sit you down so someone can wow you. Ooh, you know what I mean? You know, and I'm not a hard headed person, but, you know, I know I had. Just like anybody else, we plan to execute. I had plans that I was executing, but God had to intervene a little bit so I could sit down so that he can wow me and show me something and be like, this is why you're doing this. Do you even know why you're doing what you're doing right now? Let me show you. Let me wow you and show you where that came from. And let me connect you with someone. I got connection at the same time and then it's connected me elsewhere in other areas too because I'm like this is oh wow and just the story I've learned to said about the characters in the show that's a story in itself I would want to interview them and you know when one's no longer here but I would love to interview her and just be like how like tell that story how you guys became friends tell the story of y'all friendship if you know you would want, if she would want to, because anybody who watched that show, I'm sure they're not sure of knowing about that part and would want to know. Cause that's interesting because you would never think these characters were best friends if you watched the show. And I know people are like, well, what's the show? I'm not going to tell you right now, but I, I will tell you, um, probably later. And the reason I'm not saying it now is because I'm going to finish watching at least season one. And see what else is revealed. And um, then bring it all home and then tell you. But because I'm being wild. And there's so much I'm learning. And I'm like, wow. So that's my story. And um, I think I made a good story. So I hope you guys took something from it. And if anything, I would say is this is why I want you to find what brings you joy in your life. Um, you got to get back to the core of who you are and, you know, and, and figure out those missing pieces and fill in the dots because it's so easy to look at somebody else's life or want to live vicariously through somebody else's. And that's why I've kind of put up a quote. I would rather be disliked for being who I am than to be loved for something I am not. Find something to love about yourself. If you don't find those things, because you're you're all here for a purpose. Everybody's purpose is different. Your purpose may not look like the next person's purpose. And you're thinking, oh, well, their purpose is so awesome. 
There may be an awesome story in your purpose, but because of how you're looking at it, you don't see it on the same level. You know, like my whole purpose birthed a whole mission statement, conquering adversities with style and grace. A lot of people, I made fun of it this week because a lot of people thought that, I think a lot of people thought it was a trend and I do see people out there being like, take pictures and like they're conquering adversities and putting like captions, like adversity captions up and stuff. But it's, it's like, it's so deeper than that. And I always knew that before this week, but you know, it even brought out me telling the story of that in a sense and telling people like, y'all, y'all know it's, that goes so much deeper than what the eye understands. And maybe I'll do an episode on that because I really want to unload that, but not today. And, um, it's so much, to it though and um I in order for me to say it I had to live it and a lot of things sometimes we see sometimes you see people life and you want people life but you don't understand you see the good part sometimes but you don't understand there was some pain there was some struggle there was a cross that someone had to bear to be able to do certain things that they do and sometimes we don't show that side and you know that a lot of times that side is not seen and you just see what people want to see you, the highlight reels, the good part, but you don't understand, like, be careful, be careful how you look at people is what I'm trying to say. Be careful when you ask to be like someone else, because you have to also ask the question, would I want to walk the same shoes as that person to be them? And a lot of times, if you learn what a person's struggles were or what they had to go through to be them, You wouldn't want to walk in their shoes to be them. You just want the end result of it. You don't want the struggle. But I said it when I first started this brand for those who were earlier on. I always say, um, I used to say, um, somewhere I used to corporate, like, you can't be me without my struggle. The struggle comes with it, you know, like, basically. So you can't get to be me and not have my struggle now. And then some people sometimes be like, oh, well, when we learn that I went through something, they're like, oh, well, I couldn't go through that. Then, okay. <laughs> you know, so be careful. And maybe that's a lesson for some people out there, too. You know, like learn to love you, you know, like learn how to deal with the cards life has dealt you. If you're if you're finding the cards that life have dealt you to be tough, then there's no reason you should be comparing your life to someone else and wanting somebody else to struggle. Cause I promise you, they don't mean the cars are not easier. They're different. And everybody was dealt with different tools to handle their struggle. You know, like God gives you a struggle and gives you kind of like you play a, a game, you know, like you'll get the, the layout of the game and they'll say, these are the tools you have to work with. And now you have to come with the outcome like a puzzle. That's how you should view your life. It's like a puzzle. This is what you were given. These are the tools you were given and you have to navigate. And although you would want to have certain tools, you weren't given certain tools on purpose because that's also part of the struggle. You have to learn how to navigate it with what you were given. Like when y'all watch those games of Survivor and you have to get out certain things and figure out the puzzle with what you just been given. That's the same way you should see your life. If you are willing to go on shows like that, you should be looking at your life the same way, okay? And the fun part is once you get in pot and you get involved in the plot and later on you can blow your own mind and your mind can be blown. You can be like, duh, so that's why I didn't know that part. 
And there's a reason you didn't know what you didn't know when you wanted to know it. And then later on, things are revealed to you. And that's the amazing part, too. Like, there's things my parents tell me now that I didn't know about me. And I'm like, why you didn't tell me that? You were too young then. Let me tell you now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So, same thing, you know. But, anywho, that's all I got for you guys today. Not your typical episode, but I thought it was some great gems and a great story in itself. So, I wasn't even expecting this joy. And, like, I'm so excited about this one. Like, this... <sighs> this got me more excited than the concerts (laughs) but I love both of them kind of like I can't even say equally but I'm I'm each has their own excitement in their own way but I've been so in my concerts for so long that I'm like oh yes we get to bring this one back out now and so like that's a part of me and now I figured out why and here I am you know That's not my whole fashion story, by the way. There's other parts of it that came along afterwards. But now I know where the seed was planted. So, hey. And it makes a better story, too, right? It makes my story seem more rounded and whole. Because I've told this story about the trunk. But now with that part, it makes sense. Hmm. Okay, I'm done now, for real. (laughs) So you guys can find me on social media. Um, my personal page is at her best. And we're just having fun over there. There's no rhyme or reason. You can also find me on at her best style or the lady L experience at her best style. is my image consultant side for self-discovery and the lady L experience is for artist development. Now with the artist development side, I am looking for artists right now. So, um, I will be sending out an invitation. Okay. We talked about it on the last episode and I went live and I was supposed to go live again, but you wouldn't have been able to talk to me or I wouldn't have talked to you. It's in my voice, but we are what well, I am looking for artists who have that raw talent, you know, like I'm looking for that uniqueness. I'm looking for people who understand their artistry and want to share their story. And, um, I'm, it's when I go back to that raw, I'm like, if you are still in that raw stage where it's like, you just, you, you own your uniqueness, you own who you are. You're not trying to be like anybody else. And you just got a specific type of sound or your way that you do things. You understand your artistry and you just want to share your story. I want to talk to you. And we're going to come into an environment, so intimate showcase, and you get to display your art if you want to. Um, we're going to talk. We're going to talk amongst people just like you and I. And we want to help you get comfortable in explaining your art to someone else and showing up for yourself. That's the key and helping you with your confidence on that. So I will be sending that out and I can't wait to see who shows up on the showcase and look out for that and i'll see you guys on the next episode we made it y'all <sighs> my voice made it all muffled in my nose but hey it's all good go get checked out go get your allergy tests all right see y'all <laughs>